this is Ronnie from Everything Vive. I'm here at GDC 2018 with Ian Rook from Archaeac. Uh, Ian, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty pretty great. Uh, so if you could briefly explain to listeners what your role is at Archaeac and what you're here showing off at GDC. Sure. Uh, so I'm the lead designer on Evasion. Uh, Evasion is our uh, sci-fi bullet hell shooter uh, that we're showing off here at GDC 2018. Uh, so it is, uh, it's a multiplayer co-op. So um, you, you can run around with your squad mates. Uh, you have a full body avatar. So you can actually look down and see your body. Uh, four classes. Uh, so we have the engineer, the surgeon, the warden, and the striker. Okay. Um, so it's a nice selection there. Each class looks different, so you can see your buddy, you know, as the striker looks a lot different than the warden or whatever. So yeah. it's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. And, awesome. Uh, and, and yeah, and as far as what you guys are trying to bring to the table uh, for a VR title, kind of what are what were some of the unique benefits of, of doing a game like this in VR that, that attracted you to the project? Yeah, so... Um, we started off with a pretty simple prototype that, you know, is just kind of a fun gameplay mechanic. Uh, and then uh, we were kind of looking at what people were craving in VR, and there was a lot of talk about, you know, people were wanting just, like, full locomotion where they could actually run around and yeah. not play, like, a wave shooter or something like that, right? So we were like, okay, we, we actually have the gameplay for that, so let's do it. And so, uh, so yeah, it's, like, full locomotion. You, you run around doing your missions um, and... Uh, it's super intense. It's like a bullet hell. So you're doing a lot of dodging and ducking and weaving and blocking. Uh, so it actually works out really well in VR. Okay. And is it multiplayer only? I know that sounds like it's the focus, but uh, it's it's single player as well. So okay. it's like um, you can you can play single player. Somebody can jump in with you as co-op. But okay. um, it's it's a great single player experience. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And and were there any kind of unique challenges uh, for 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 uh, bringing this type of gameplay uh, to, to VR? or Were there any kind of, you know, things that kind of surprised you now looking back as to what you guys implemented that, that you wouldn't have maybe thought was so intuitive when you started? Right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the, the biggest challenge with VR is maintaining the, the performance. You know, you want to be at 90 FPS all the time. Yeah. And so with a game like this, there's a lot of intensity. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, we have a lot of enemies, we have a lot of projectiles, and we have you know, uh, multiple players with uh, each with their full avatars and everything. So there's just a lot going on. Um, and so it's it's definitely a balancing act for us to maintain that frame rate. Uh, but it's it's being optimized and uh, it, it performs really well. So that's always been a challenge. Um, you know, uh, UI in a game like this is, is a bit of a challenge in VR, but uh, we think that we've kind of solved it. So Awesome. Um, yeah, and then just sort of things that you take for granted in, in, like, console and PC games, you know, just collision on the walls, you know. Yeah. Um, in VR, a player can just kind of walk right through it, you know, and so we have have to do kind of extra special things to, to prevent that from happening, so... Okay, in terms of the UI, you did mention that, you know, you guys kind of found a solution to what at, at the beginning seemed like it was kind of a, a difficult task to... What, what did you end up going with, and kind of what were some of the, 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 the benefits of, of the system that you decided to use? Yeah, so we... Um you know, we've prototyped a bunch of different things. You know, there's always the, like, people want to try out, like, the sort of Iron Man, you know, like, HUD and stuff like that. Which, yeah. You know, we tried, and it was kind of neat, but um, we found it was a lot better to not really have uh, UI tethered to your face, right? Yeah. So, uh, so for example, we have uh, the health, the player's health on the shield gun, so you just kind of look down and, and see your health. And, okay. Um, we found that just very minimal UI um, was the way to go, at least for our game. Yeah. Um, and... 
and just kind of making sure that the gameplay doesn't uh, rely on a whole bunch of UI. Right? Okay. Um, and then, you know, we just have, like, health bars on the enemies, and so um, almost like sort of AR and VR, right? So, you know, you, you have um, uh, call-outs of things happening in the environment, but they're not really uh, apparent in your face. Okay. Yeah. And, and as far as... Uh as far as what you guys did uh, with the locomotion, you mentioned that, and, and I, I hear this all the time from a lot of the more hardcore players um, in VR, they, they love uh, multiplayer experiences where you have full a range of locomotion with joysticks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of, what was the, the key reason you guys decided to go with full locomotion? Did you prototype any other kinds of movements and, and kind of what did the team, you know, uh, what did you prototype in order to, to lead you to where you ended up? Uh, so we... Yeah, we started with a stationary game, and uh, we're like, okay, how can we make this into, like, kind of a mission shooter, right? So we're yeah. moving around. And so we tried a bunch of different ideas. You know, there's kind of, like, the time crisis thing where you're moving around and teleporting and everything. And, and we're like, you know what, like, that's been that's been done. Let's let's just go for it and, and put in locomotion um, and then just kind of tweak it until it feels good. And then we realized that really the best thing to do is just to give players options. Yeah. Um, and so uh, some players have an iron stomach, and they just want the very authentic experience, you know. And so they can just do the free movement, yeah. very smooth locomotion, very traditional first-person shooter. Um, and then, uh, but also give an alternative locomotion okay. uh, for people that, you know, have, can maybe get a little bit queasy, right? So, yeah. Um, so we have a dash step, which is kind of like little mini teleports um so you're just kind of like little jumps forward yeah um and but at the same speed as as if you're running along somebody that's doing free movement right okay so, uh, so it's kind of balanced you're both moving at the same speed but one person is kind of being a little more jittery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh but it, we, but it works it works well enough together that it's not like super jarring or, that's right yeah okay um and it seems to work for most people okay um those two modes. Uh, we also played around with a couple others. Like we had a jogging mode, which is like you would actually <laughs> kind of run up and down on the spot, and uh, that's pretty good. Like it that combined with free move, so it, you're, you're doing the free movement without the the dash step, um, but just the, the act of moving up and down, like kind of jogging on the spot, helps a lot of people. Uh, it kind of tricks their mind into thinking yeah. that they're actually moving, so that yeah. helps too. Okay, cool. And and as far as uh, the different classes in the game. Uh, what were some of the things that you guys did to maybe like differentiate uh, playing each character class within VR? Because there's obviously benefits to kind of the role-playing aspect of a game in VR, given that you're actually physically doing some of the kinds of things that the character's doing. Like, yeah. can you touch a little bit on that? Like, sure. how you differentiated classes? Yeah. So, uh, one of the things that we wanted to make sure we were doing is is not um, making sure that uh, each class could still hold their own in single player. Right? Okay. Uh, you don't want to have to rely on your teammate, uh, even if you... So, let's say you want to play as a healer. Um, okay. Then, you know, play as the surgeon with a teammate, and, you know, you, you don't have to shoot if you don't want to. You can just heal, but, uh, but also you can do a ton of damage if you want to. Um, so, the main thing it was making sure that each class feels unique, but can still hold their own in single player. Okay. Um, but they're, they they each kind of have like their support role. Okay. Um, so you have your tether beam that you can use on, on a teammate, and so you know as a surgeon you're healing, uh, as the warden you're uh, you're buffing the teammate with some damage resistance. With the uh, engineer you're buffing the teammate with like uh, a chance of rocking chain lightning. Okay. Um, and with the striker you're buffing the teammate with extra damage on their shots. Okay. Um, and then they each have a unique finishing move, so like you can kind of just like show off and kill enemies <laughs> in a more spectacular way. Uh, they also each have a different size shield, uh, 
the Warden being the tankier one has the largest shield, uh, but he's also very close range, you know, he has a shotgun blaster, and so he, he's very up close and personal and do a, a lot of damage in close range, but um, but at long range, you know, he'll it'll take a lot more shooting. Okay. Uh, whereas the striker, um, you know, she is a lot more agile, but has a smaller shield, uh, but is is super deadly with damage, right? Long range and short range. She's okay. a very precision shooter. She can mark targets and uh, do homing shots at the targets. As far as as far as balancing the game goes and balancing out the, the classes, uh, I don't know what your experience is prior to, to working on Evasion, um, but I'm kind of curious as to as to how. Uh, play testing for balancing purposes in VR might different might be different in, in ways from like traditional balance testing, like yeah. actually dealing with people in you know working out not only the the balancing issues perhaps with with the character classes, but also just you know the kind of the, the weird things that can that can sometimes happen with VR. Yeah. So, so I didn't know if you could speak a little bit about you know how play testing has gone in your game and kind of what you guys. Yeah, I mean. Um... In terms of the difference between uh, playtesting classes, like balancing classes in VR versus uh, traditional console games, not a whole lot of difference. Okay. Um, uh, you know, it's really just takes a whole lot of testing and a lot of feedback. Um, and then, like myself, when I'm, uh, you know, tuning the classes, um, as a single player, I'll just jump in there. I'll play, like, a few missions as this one class, and then I'll play the same missions as another class. And I'll do that over and over with all the different classes and and be like, okay, so even though I've already balanced the numbers in terms of damage and stuff, does this one feel OP or, or underpowered compared to the other classes or whatever? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of trial and error there, and then just kind of getting players to try them out. And uh, and then there's just like, it, it's, it's important to do that early on, and then you can do a lot of tweaking uh, over the next few months, right? So that's, yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. Okay, awesome. What are, what are you, what's kind of your main goal as far as like you know what you're hoping players get out of the experience? Uh, so, just the intensity of the of the experience, right? Like, we want them to to jump in there and feel like they're on an adventure. And by the time they take the headset off, they have this kind of big sigh of relief, like they just survived. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it's all about just that crazy intense experience. How long are most of the scenarios in the game? Like, if you if you if you and your buddies are playing co-op, like, how yeah. long would it maybe take? Uh, each mission is somewhere between 15 to 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, we'll probably average average them out to around like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Um, and so right now we have some missions that are longer than 30 minutes, so maybe we'll split them in half or something like that, right? Okay, but that, that does sound like kind of that sweet spot of, like, you, you play long enough to really get, like, a meaty experience, but at the same time, like, you have a chance to rest and kind of collect yeah. yourself before going back in. And That's right. Like, so uh, a lot of players, you know, 15 to 20 minutes is as much as they can handle in VR. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, so we split it up into chunks of 15 to 20 minutes, and then a uh, player that wants to keep playing, they can just hit continue and go right on to the next mission. Right? Okay, so, yeah. awesome. And as far as, uh, I don't know if you guys have announced a release date or anything like that, um, when when are you guys hoping that, hoping, what are you targeting? You know, uh, for... We're targeting fall 2018. Okay, awesome. And, and as far as, you know, if, if uh, people want to follow the game, you know, possibly reach out to you guys for any feedback or just learn more about uh, what you guys at Archiac are doing, what's what's the best way for people to reach out? Uh, best way is to actually uh, wishlist us on Steam. Okay. And uh, then they'll be getting all the updates and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and then uh, find our Twitter handle, which I actually don't know 
That's fine. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure people that are really interested will go out of their way to, to, to find that. So, all right. Well, thank you very much, Ian, for your time. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to playing. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks. 